I, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck if it was the Europa League, the Champions League, the fucking Justice League, or the League of fucking gentlemen. If it's a tournament <laughs> and it's a trophy at the fucking end of it, I want it. On this episode of the podcast, we discussed a tweet that broke football Twitter when we tweeted last week with smoke coming out of Old Trafford and started the Sancho debate. Also, we discussed intellectual property and other accounts stealing our tweets. We also dive into the Europa League and Champions League debates and talk about all the teams left so far and who we think are going to win both competitions. So sit back, relax, crack open a cold one. It's time for Four Manx, One Toffee. The difficult thing is Sevilla are used to playing with this kind of like temperature and humidity. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, you say that after after Wolves team of Portuguese, aren't they cool? Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, what a job the um, Julian Lopetegui's done. Like he's yeah. kind of resurrected himself after the disgrace of being sacked by um, Spain and then well, he Real got Madrid. Off from Spain and then Madrid as well, didn't he? I mean, yeah. this was like his last chance of sorts. But he's, I mean. Sevilla haven't. I, I don't know what it is with Sevilla in this bit, like because they've had a shit season really until the end. I was listening. I was listening. Um, I was listening to Five Live and Talk Sport today. They were both talking about it. Didn't they go on like a twenty-game unbeaten run at the end of the season or something? They still are a thing, aren't they? <laughs> Unreal. I mean, for for the league they're in, La Liga's not a chumps league, is it? No, um, not quite. Benji, you, you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit better now, mate. Good. Good. Why? What were we saying there? Oh, no, we were just talking about severe. Like we were just saying, it looks like it's going to be nil-nil extra time penalties all, all, yeah, all, all over the show. Screaming extra time, isn't it? Well, at least we don't have to talk about subpar football tonight because we're missing the toffee, <laughs> so we don't have to talk about Everton at all. <laughs> Hey, um, one thing I did want to bring up was um, how close were we to causing a um, social media storm last week? <laughs> oh, when we, I can't believe people thought we were being serious. Like, the amount of comments that were like, there is smoke rising out of Old Trafford, Sancho is being fucking baptized right now. The funniest thing about <laughs> it was when, so I was in the office. And I and Old Trafford is actually closer than it looks on those pictures, yeah. um, and I can see smoke. I know what smoke looks like. I can see it coming out of the stadium, and I had people telling me it's water vapor, the, the the water in the pitch. You don't know what it is. I can fucking see it, mate. I'm stood looking at it with my own eyes, and nah, people are telling me. What, what no, it you is? Put it wrong, mate. There's a guy there. A the groundsman got a massive vape. As he's cutting grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny that was like Jesus Christ. My phone was going mental. I um, I took the photo, put it up, and then went straight into a, a meeting. And my phone in my pocket was going ruthless, and I was like, "What in the fuck is going on here?" And then I had a look, and that was it. It was it was all the people going crazy, and that tweet got us at the last time I checked about two hundred and eighty thousand impressions which is insane. 
and plus probably more uh, if it wasn't for all the shit houses that stole the imagery. Um, the amount of people fucking... that don't listen to this podcast but know that I do it, and the amount of people that sent me Instagram screenshots of random yeah. like footy pages saying, "Is it this one of your pictures?" Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. The worst. The worst. Yeah. And no, I'm not fucking editing this out. I'm sorry. You can fucking hear it one day, and you'll like it, and you'll take it. The fucking United stand and Mark Goldbridge, you fucking fake United supporter. Everyone knows you have a season ticket to the fucking city ground, lad. You're a fucking fraud. You're also a fraud in the sense that you steal everyone else's fucking pictures on Twitter. Yeah. And it was the fact that United stand put a fucking post up for someone else. I can't remember what it was now. And they were like, oh, are you cutting us out? You're not even fucking putting us in or anything that we've done, trying to fucking use us for clout. What have you just done to us? Yeah. <laughs> what, he has to be one of the fakest, and I've used inverted commas here, fans, close inverted commas, that I've ever, ever seen. It's an embarrassment, the amount of following that he's got. It's not like Arsenal Fan TV, where, yeah, right, Arsenal fans used to love them, and the rest of the internet used to love them because they were the beginning of it. Like, I think we can safely say the football Twitter and football YouTube started with Arsenal Fan TV. Yeah. They're definitely yeah. the biggest. They're definitely the best. Now, they've gone a bit off recently with the um, racism, but we'll, we'll move on from that. I still maintain that Robbie's a bit of a legend. <laughs> but Goldbridge is a bellend. Do you know, the thing that I hate the most about it is when people like him come up with the, the shit, like, divisive comments just to get, like, uh, attention. I, I saw another, it wasn't him, but it was someone else last night thinking to themselves, oh, I'm going to have a bit of a go here off the back of United's, like, dragged-out performance. And they tweeted saying that Marcus Rashford needed to go on loan for a year because he wasn't even a championship-level player. I'm like, come on, mate. Like, at least try not to make it obvious that you're trying to bait people. Like, they just do it for the sake of it. And it's embarrassing sometimes because it's like, why are you so desperate for attention that you want to go and say something that stupid? Yeah. Like you lose all credibility when it's not even a valid argument. So Mate, what they're not asked about credibility. They're not asked no. about credibility. They're, they're asked about getting the name out there and being controversial. Football Twitter is one of the most toxic places it is. ever. And I've just done it myself there by calling Goldbridge. Probably not, but he riled me up and I was toxic about it. That's the He's... world we live in, and that's and it's annoying because it's part of what we're trying to do as a growing podcast, and you're trying to build your own identity, and you're just swimming in this cesspool. Yes, it, it's embarrassing, and that's yeah. why I I go through cycles of deleting Twitter and then getting it back because I want football news, and yeah. I did it a while ago with getting rid of my Facebook, and it was honestly one of the best things I've done for years. Well, Social was... media is so toxic. I've only come into the football Twitter universe since we've had the podcast Twitter account because obviously we're followed by a lot of football Twitter accounts. That's that's fine. Like I don't I don't mind people that do it just because they like football and they don't want to be identified for whatever reason. Um, but at the same time, it's it's a strange, weird place because there. Uh, if if you're not a weirdo behind a football avi with like Superless Salah 69 as your avi, as, as your app, 
the, the, the part about, and we'll move, on, we'll move on after this anyway, we don't want to bleed and focus on this for the whole of the podcast. All jokes aside, you know, Goldbridge is just, he's a B-Tech defo, isn't he? Like, he's just a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, we'll put that out and none of football Twitter will know who that is because they're not old enough. I know, like, if, you don't know Devo, if you don't know Devo, get to know. Get to fucking know. He he's, he's just a bit weird. He's, he's trying to get a bit of a reaction. I don't know how old he is. Like, fair play, he's got his following and all the rest of it, but it is just toxic. And everyone knows what it's like. We're, we're running a product here where we're trying to... We think we're, do, we think we're running a really good product here. And I know we're United fans. And we've got Josh, obviously, who's an Everton fan. We try not to make it overly United and Everton as much as we love our clubs. We're trying to be unbiased and we're trying to put out an entertaining product for all football fans to listen to. Don't take something that a page currently with 400 and odd followers has put on and claim it as your own when you've yeah. got hundreds yeah. of thousands of followers or however many you've got. Because yeah. you, know, yeah. you know what it's like when you're trying to start up an account and you know that's not fair. You've got to give credit where credit's due. I would never in my life retweet or take something away from someone else, no matter how big this gets. It might be that we stay at 500 followers or whatever. It might be that we get to 5 million one day. Who knows? I hope it's the latter. But I would never take credit off someone else for their product because it's just not, it's not authentic. And I think people can see right through it. Yeah. This is the problem. And these, these accounts, they actively encourage the the copyright of intellectual property which is essentially what it is and 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 we got people asking us why do you care about getting no why like getting an app why do you care about getting the recognition so well because it's 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 our photo it's my photo i took it it was my idea and i'm not calling us artists or anything stupid like that but you wouldn't go and steal someone's piece of music or, or you wouldn't go well you would no. in the days of napster but you wouldn't also go and steal <laughs> like someone's painting or, or picture it's the same type of people who ask tattoo artists can you just design something for me oh i thought it'd be free well no it's not free you're you're asking them to do a piece of intellectual property for you of course it's not going to be free you've got to pay for it like that's how people make a living like we we don't get um, recognition and followers based on the fact that someone's used our photo without telling everyone that it was us that took it. By claiming it for yourself, you're undermining not just us and not just the the protocol of how intellectual property works, but you're actually ripping off everyone else then because then other people are then necessarily not going to find us that then might like the rest of our content that they would never have found if it wasn't for something like that. So Exactly. Triori ran from like the, his own half down the wing. Well, more down the middle of the pitch, really. Severe defenders just couldn't catch him. And then he got into the box and one of the, the severe defenders just decided, right, I've, I'm going to wait until now that he's in the box to take him out. He didn't do it before the box. He didn't do it while he was still in his own half. He chased him all the way and took his legs out in his own box. I don't understand what he was thinking. It was only a yellow, though, obviously, because of the double jeopardy law. But, uh, yeah, and then, and then so even more weirdly, Raul Jimenez, one of the worst penalties I've ever seen, he sort of, like, did this little stutter as he was running up to the ball 
And I think he was expecting the goalkeeper to dive either way, but he just didn't. And so he took it really softly, sort of nice height for the goalkeeper to his, uh, to his left. And it was just an easy save. Simple. So that's a sort yeah, of world-class eh? <laughs> yeah. That's a sort of world-class decision making I want from my defender that. Uh, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Uh, fucking nailing. <laughs> yeah. The second I'll give a penalty away, I'm doing it. He obviously had faith in the fucking keeper. He was um you know, that's it. Oh Danny's just showered. Danny's just showered. Yeah. I just said to Josh, uh, get get yourself sorted with some scram and then jump on. So, undoubtedly, we might see him in about 20, 30 minutes. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking, of, um, speaking of Europa League, how did, we, uh, how did we enjoy last night with United? Fuck you now. Well, that was, that was like a tale of two halves, that, wasn't it? I mean, at first, uh, I mean, I, I, I missed the first probably 20 minutes, but I mean, the, the 25 minutes after that, up until half time, was. It was a bit shocking, can, wasn't it? Let's put it that way. I can confirm. I can confirm to you, Dale, as someone who watched every single second of that game last night, the first half was auto wank. Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem was, right, and it looked exactly how it actually was in real life, that it was a Man United team who we've all said we don't reckon are that bothered about winning the tournament up against a Copenhagen team who half of them play well at least one of them that went up to Wally Gunnar Solskjaer after the game playing against their idols um playing against a club that they've probably grown up mm. watching um in their first ever European quarterfinal and that's exactly how it looked um and we were incredibly poor we were incredibly lethargic um we played like a team that was on its last legs um and I think that while we all slated Copenhagen before the start of the game, like, fuck me, they, they deserve some praise, I think, because I thought they were fantastic last night, especially Guillermo Varela, who obviously I think was one of Fergie's last signings at United. He, he was brilliant last night. And, it, and again, he, you, he was playing like a player that wanted to prove a point against a team he used to play for. Um, and uh, They do, yeah. And, and obviously they've got a goalkeeper who pulled off one of the greatest performances of a goalkeeper I've ever seen, um, Jonsson. He's going to get a move somewhere, I think, in this transfer window after last night's performance. Oh, um, you could fucking start for Barcelona in the fucking cunt. He was fucking unbelievable. Fucking Jonsson. Jonsson was on the fucking juice. Fucking hell. I mean, what was it? 13 saves? Christ. I mean, he's, He's running a fucking Mexican supplement factory in his fucking bedroom, I'm telling you. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Someone else said, even Rashford, Rashford was offside, and even though he knew he was offside and the flag was going to go up, he still fucking saved that shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, and, well, we couldn't stop it in the post either, I suppose, as well. That, that effort from Greenwood, what an, what an effort. That effort from Bruno, again, class. Just it was a weird, weird game last night. Second half was even weirder than the first half, and it was just. I, it well, felt I like they'd score every time they got forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought, I thought that at the point, um, but then, but then I thought the more, the more they sort of pushed a player or two forward, it sort of opened up a little bit for us on the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of do a little counter. Um, and I think, uh, I, th- I mean, 
you could see what you could see as well why they not conceded as as many many goals as well. I think Christ, I mean, there was you could see the proper banks that they'd set up on you know defending. Um, they were pretty. I mean, it was either they were, they were pretty decent defending or we just couldn't get through the gaps. But that's it. Yeah. You know, jump was kind of done at the end, but it, you know, it, it was what it was. It was. I actually think they played really well. I did. I, yeah, I do. Really well. I thought some of the attacking football was brilliant. But like you said, they they had ten men behind the ball instantly. It was it was almost a defensive masterclass. Mm. Apart from, apart from the penalty, which, yeah, let's be honest, lads, it was soft. It was very soft. You'd be fuming if it was against us, mm. but it is. Um, the, the keeper was outstanding. Uh, they'd one of the defenders, I can't remember his name, the centre back had a brilliant game. They just, I mean, they didn't have a shot on target, did they? That was what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That, like yeah. it was a tale of two goalkeepers. Jonsson had thirteen, and um, I don't think Romero made a single save. Well. Maybe. I mean, the stats are misleading sometimes. Like, you say they didn't have a shot on target, but fucking Wambasaka saved us because Oviedo with that goal. I mean, their right back, I can't remember his name, was it Falk? Yeah. He, yeah. he oh, sent half yeah. of our back four for a fucking Starbucks, mate. They they were gone. They yeah. were taken out of the game, squared it. The fact that the second player squared it again as well, that was lovely. It deserved a goal. If it was any other team, it deserved a goal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a shame. Say again, Danny. You've got, you've got to pull the trigger. Like that guy that squared you on the second time. Yeah. You've got to shoot. If you like, it gave Wambisaka. I've slayed Wambisaka so much, and I'll slay him again from last night. He's out of position almost every single time. It's a good job his tackling is as good as it is. Yeah. Because. For it. Yeah, he was out of position, and if he hadn't, if they hadn't have squared that ball, he wouldn't have got back. No. But no he, did. he did, and he did. So, yeah, fair fucks. We're in there. Whether I care or not is a different story. Well, this is it. And judging, <laughs> honestly, judging by the performance of either Sevilla or Wolves, I've got them on at the moment here next to me. They'll both fucking batter us if we played like we did in the first half last night. I don't know. We seem to raise our get like Ollie's very, very good against the better team. He's seen this in the Premier League all season. Yeah. He's very good against the better teams. Uh, Sorry, don't know where that came from. <laughs> Not that Danny gives a fuck, because Danny thinks that we should just be treating the Europa League like a fucking pre-season tournament, even though it's a trophy. We absolutely fucking should. The Audi Cup's a trophy. <laughs> yeah, and Spurs are—they're not holding it this year. So Spurs get to retain the, the title, yeah. don't they? They'll be praying it's, on the pitch like Liverpool soon. It's a fucking European trophy. Those the World Club Cup. We're not Liverpool, though, are we? We're not Liverpool. We're not going to oh. drag season and say, "Oh, look what we done last year." No one cares. The only good thing about Europa League is getting into the Champions League. We've mm. done it. Play all the kids. Play the reserves. Give them a last chance saloon. If they win, happy days. I'm not going to say no to silverware. But we should not be starting the, the first 11. Send them on holiday. Hey, yeah. I couldn't give a fuck if it was the Europa League, the Champions League, the fucking Justice League, or the League of fucking Gentlemen. If it's a tournament <laughs> and there's a trophy at the fucking end of it, I want it. So by your logic, you want us to go all guns blazing next season for the Carabao Cup 
it'd be fucking nice, yeah. And I'll take the FA Cup and I'll take the fucking Champions League. Mate, I'll take everything. We should be in it to win it for everything. This is surely the point about... If we were, if we only wanted to go for one fucking trophy next season, yeah, they'd obviously, I think we're all agreed we want the Premier League back, don't we? It's not going to happen, but we want the Premier League. That's that's number one in the priority list, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. So why are we so asked about squad depth then? Squad depth is surely not just about going for one trophy, but competing on all fronts. It's That's why you want squad depth. Otherwise, you could probably last with 13, 14 players and rotate them a little bit in out through the 38 games and have a decent Premier League season. You want a big squad that's capable of competing on all four fronts. That includes all four trophies. And if we fall out of the Champions League and we go for the Europa League, it's still a fucking trophy. We've got to go for it. No. No. <laughs> you can't just fucking hear my argument and go, no. <laughs> We need squad depth because it's a 38-game season. We're yeah. going into with no preseason this year. Next year is going to be weird because there's no preseason. We're going into it late. If we go back into this, if we win the Europa League hypothetically, we start the season three weeks later than everyone. We've already got a condensed fixture list from the word go. That's why fuck the Europa League. Let's get the players rested. Bruno looked knackered again last yeah, night. Yeah. Two weeks. I'm Maguire. I mean, I think a lot of them did. Yeah. Heat. I won't accept the heat. The heat last night looked horrific. I would not want to play in them conditions. But the team looks fucked. Send them away. Send them away. Let them rest and recuperate. Play the. If we want to play this tournament, why is Jesse Lingard not starting? Last chance saloon. Why yeah. are we not strong? Why are we not starting? Like Brandon Williams, yeah, he should be playing. Romero should be playing. Out of that starting eleven last night, there's only Romero, Baye, and Williams that should have actually started, and maybe Fred. The rest of it should have been reserves or kids. Yeah. There's no. It was fucking Copenhagen. It's, there's no it's strange. It was a strange selection, I thought, because I was speaking to about you, you fucking you know Brad, obviously Dale, Brad from uh, from college. I won't say his surname. You might want, might not want a, mm-hmm. uh, a name drop. But he was saying before, and he made a very very good point. This midfield three that we're using, we've got to be careful because some of these combinations don't work. Last night proved to me, again, Fred, Pogba and Bruno doesn't work. No. It doesn't work. You have to have Matic. If you're going to play Pogba and Bruno, you've got to have Matic with them. Otherwise, you need to rotate them. You've got to play, if you're going to play Fred, you've got to play McTominay with him. Yes. You've got to play Fred and McTominay and you've got to play either Pogba or Bruno. You can't play Pogba and Bruno with McTominay and you can't play Pogba and Bruno with Fred. It doesn't work. Play Bruno McTominay because of McTominay's defensive abilities. Mm. I feel I think in the next couple of years we're going to see a lot of similarities between Matic and McTominay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, agreed. Bowman, you can't be playing Fred. Like he's, I'm so hit and miss with Fred because he's had such a good season, but he's not. He's not going to start. Not the way Matic is playing now, and the way McTominay outperforms him every game. Fred is the Fred is the rotational midfielder. Hundred percent. Well, he he should be starting last night. That's what I'm saying about this tournament. This is where he should be playing. Him, McTominay, Lingard, Igalo. Yeah, Isn't I can't this- believe he didn't play. Like, I don't what know we- why we got him. Dan James. 
Look at Juan Mata when he came on. Juan Mata was brilliant when he came on. He can still do a, a job, even at his age. Yeah. You say he, even at his age. He's only 31. <laughs> I feel like he's older because he's... Everyone he's forgets, big. I know. He's not afraid, he's not he? I mean, to begin with, he was never blessed with pace. No. But this is the tournament where we should be starting them. If you want to go all out in the final, if we get there, fair enough. But to me, I just think it's a it's a load of shit. I feel like we're going to be behind Chelsea and, well, City are free, but we're going to be behind Chelsea, we're going to be behind Liverpool instantly because they've got this nice break. And they're all doing business. They're all signing players. Chelsea we, are throwing a cash about at the minute. Yeah, got 50 million in for um, Declan Rice, apparently, today. And after this, Reg, 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 Reguilon, however the fuck you pronounce it, um, who's playing for uh, Sevilla tonight. <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce it, or you know. <laughs> Reguilon. I can't say it. I don't know what's up with me. Reguilon. <laughs> Reguilon. There you go. He'll be, he'll be surplus to requirements at Real Madrid. He's not going to be needed. Oh, is he on loan, is he? Yeah, he's on loan from Madrid. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they'll be looking to get rid of him then. It, it's just pointless, this tournament for me. Like, yeah, am I going to be mad if we win it? No. Am I going to be arsed if we get knocked out? No. Am I arsed that the first team's getting overexposed and played again when they clearly need a rest? Yes. Mm. Uh, be- before, before we get fully into it here and I end up fucking driving to hide and smacking Danny a fucking new one over a trophy, Hey, you might taller than me, but I'll give you a good fucking go. <laughs> oh, I know, mate. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking drive home unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> so we will quickly round off. Like, who, name a team, one word. Who you think's gonna win the Europa League from here now? Seville. Guy, <laughs> Dale says Sevilla. Danny. I think you know. I, I genuinely think that. Looking at Solskjaer's team selection last night, he really wants it. And as much as I'm saying it doesn't matter, as a manager, you have to go for everything. And I understand that. I really do. So if he wants to win it and add it to his CV, and he can say in his second season, he got us to third, and he won European silverware, you know what? Fair play. He's done miles better than... Premier League Manager of the Year nomination, Frank Lampard, who's done fuck all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's, it's either us or Inter. I think Inter are probably the strongest team in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, they, they, I kept on flicking between the two last night. They look up for it. They, they're going to be some kind of team next year if we can keep, like Martinez, um, Conte's building there. And I think Europa League would be nice for them. The only problem is they're in the same position that we are, where they don't really need it. They finished second in the end, only one point behind Juve. They don't really need the trophy. But I feel like Conte will want it. Well, they come in for falling today, aren't they? So, I mean, if you get falling, the way you play for Roma, yeah. you know, it'd be a revelation for them. Lee, what are you saying? Um... So I I actually think that it it'll be the whoever wins out of our semi final will go on to win the tournament. So I think that it'll either be us or well, well, tonight so- balance severe. I think severe have just edged wolves so far tonight, and I think that 
15 rolls penalty, by the way. That is awful. Yeah, shocking. We were talking about it earlier. Um, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I just think that Wolves almost, they've got the extra incentive, Wolves, because they don't have uh, Champions League or Europa League next year. Um, and I, I don't think Seville do either. Um, but No, I don't finish in the top four. No, so the no, team no, they... coming through the play in, that will play us in the fi- in the semi will need it. They need it um, to get past us. Um, so I think it'll either be yeah, us or if the, if Seville go through. I think Seville will go through. They'll feel after Raúl missed that penalty. I think they'll feel like it's written in the stars for him to go to go through. So um, yeah, I, I think it'll be us or Seville. Just looking yeah, at the team, sorry, before you say that, Basel, Basel have qualified for the Champions League. So Shakhtar, um, there's only um, Wolves that actually need it. Everyone else is in the season. There's only Wolves that need it. Right. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I mean, we go back to the to the last podcast and, and Lee mentioned obviously Arsenal and the FA Cup. The what was the word Lee? Romanticism. Romanticism <laughs> of the cup. Um, and then obviously you've got you've got Seville, who I think have won it. Was it five times in the last fifteen years? It is five times, yeah. It's it's their it's their, it's their tournament, and I don't know. Just for me, and I'm, I'm just riding on on that um, being the sole reason. I think they'll they'll just go and do it again. Also, sorry, go on. History is on their side, and as we saw, like you said, with the FA Cup, it tends to favour the historians. It seems to be a, a meaningfulness with that club and the trophy. Probably on summit there. Thing is, if you if you take it out of context and you just say, right, who'd win out of a game between United and Wolves? Say United. Who'd win out of a game between United and Seville? Say United, who'd win in a game between United and uh, Inter? Probably also say United. So, whether you take it out of the context like that and you just put the teams head to head, yeah, I think we are the we are the favourites on, on according to the bookies. Um, but it's, it's win it. Like, I think, yeah, I think, I think we I think we are the highest rated. Club left. I think we're in like ninth. I think Seville were tenth. Really? Uh, oh, UEFA, UEFA ranking anyway. I was going to say, we, I, thought, I thought we were one of the favourites at the start of the tournament. I yeah. wouldn't go off rankings, me. Like those fucking UEFA ranking. I mean, at one point in the world rankings, the international teams, like they had like fucking Iceland number seven and shit. Like yeah, that, Wales know. were top five or something. At one Iceland, point. Iceland aren't even number seven in the supermarket rankings, let alone number <laughs> seven in the fucking international rankings. Then, yeah, That's an then interesting you... conversation to have. Uh, supermarket <laughs> rankings. Aldi, number one. Done. All day. It's all a stat that Leicester are above Juventus now. Like what? that. Yeah. According to what? According to the UEFA club rankings. Oh, fuck off. Oh, get fucked. That's fucking stupid. They just won the league. Spot on, then. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just using the Premier League as a vessel to... Overhype English teams again. I think you put like 
a like league position points and then each league has like a multiplier mm. of of how difficult the league is to win and how good the teams perform in Europe, etc. Um, I, I remember seeing it on Reddit. I've never, I don't care about it. I never look into them sort of lists because, like you said, Iceland. Like I think even when when France won the World Cup, they still weren't number one. How how can you win the World Cup and not be the best team in the world? It's bollocks. Whole thing. It's all about bollocks. Other not important uh, European competition, which is the Champions League. Which doesn't doesn't even come close to the Europa League, but we'll move on to it anyway. I suppose we should discuss. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've got the ties coming up this week. City made it through pretty comfortably in the end against Madrid, like we thought they would after the two-one in the Bernabeu. Uh, Bayern looked absolutely fucking spectacular, albeit against Chelsea, who are pretty much all upper body and no legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, I. <laughs> Other than that, I can't see anyone. I'm outside, I don't know what you boys think. I, I can't see anyone outside Bayern and City. I think it's going to be Bayern and City who contest it in the final. Barca maybe have a shout no, no. to Lionel Messi. But... No, no, I think they meet in the semi, don't they? Is it? Yeah. Oh, is it semis, is it? Is they, it semis? Uh, they, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I think Bayern Munich make it to the final myself. I do. Um, I just, I'm just unsure who will meet in the final because the other side of that draw is, I mean, you've got is it Atalanta against PSG tomorrow? Yeah. Um, which we all know PSG fuck it up round about this stage, don't they? That's what I was going to say. I put my money on Atalanta, me. So yeah, go scored the most goals in, in Europe, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Yeah. Ninety-three set the Serie A record. The only problem they've got is their top scorer, uh, Ilicic. Yeah. is looking at retirement because his missus cheated on him. I saw How old is he? He's like 32, I think, but he's he went back home to go and found out that she'd been cheating on him and apparently he slipped into depression. Jeez. We've all been with a shit missus, mate. It's fine. Not now, obviously. Love you, Kim. But we've all been there. We've all been there. It happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm back in Atalanta to win that game. Um, I think Atalanta's freshness is going to help because yeah. he's on and PSG's just hasn't. Uh, no Mbappe is massive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, PSG are just PSG, aren't they? Mm. Like, they always, they always pluck it up at this stage. Mm. They only I mean, when they go and win it. Until that, it's a fucking, it's an oil rig. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, and then the other game, what's the other one? Um, Leipzig and, Leipzig and uh, Atletico Madrid, isn't it? Leipzig are gone. They've lost Werner. They've lost Werner. I mean, how are you going to replace those goals? It's just not going to happen. If I've never seen a more pure game of attack versus defence, it's going to be... Because <laughs> <laughs> Leipzig, from what I watched in the Bundesliga, yeah, Werner's gone, which is a massive problem. But they know nothing but attack. Mm. No, you all know what Atletico Madrid are going to do in that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. figure out the game plan right now. They are sitting four four two, and they are sitting deep. Come and attack us, and we will try and nick a goal. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating game. That who goes to game? I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's one of the better games because 
there's going to be it's just going to be a lot of back and forth who wins who wins the Champions League or who wins oh, that no just, just that game for now Let, let's okay. let's sort out the semis and then we'll uh, then we'll talk about the football if Leipzig had Werner I'd go Leipzig but I can't see them whenever I watch them with it'll be a nil-nil one-nil extra time job something like that Diego is just going to come in bite the arm off and score with the arm in the process (laughs) and then then get the fucking referee (laughs) (laughs) it's just written in the bang the fucking Saul out of fucking everyone. He just always seems to fucking pop up for Atletico in, doesn't he? Saul, yeah. Niguez. One game of the season. He's well good in. I'd have him at United, Saul Niguez. I thought you said, I thought you were talking about Murata then. I was going to say, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that nearly happened. Oh. Remember, we got hit. We got, was it, there was that when we got Lukaku instead? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Christ almighty. Yeah. Right then, Barcelona. And then, how do you think their chances are at the moment? Here's my thing with Barca. I'm, and I, I, I've, I've looked upon this. Yeah, I know I'm biased with the whole fucking. I, I obviously I support United and I don't like Liverpool. We all applauded what Liverpool did to Barca last season, the Champions League. It was incredible, Norris, to be. With hindsight now, we're looking back. Barcelona, the warning signs were there last season that, that things were fucking falling apart. They have just fallen off a fucking cliff this yeah. season. And even with that, still good enough to get to this stage of the Champions League and pretty much push Real to nearly the final day in the league. Mm. Now, unless Messi fucking drags him out of the mire like he always does, Bayern are just so good at the moment. Lewandowski's on fire. Everything he... Touches just turns into an assist or a goal. Yeah, he's Nebrae's been having a brilliant season, buying all over the park. I mean, Danny, you were saying even domestically, like Thomas Mueller, he, he's rolled back the years. He's popping on now. I can't believe it for how long he's been around. I can't believe how long he's been around. But he's been rolled back the years this season, and he's had a fantastic season. Bayern just seems to have had a bit of a transition period last season, and they've come into their own. How are they going to be next season with Sane? It's going to be fucking scary, but oh, that's God. what I'm talking about now. I still think they've got enough to see Barca off. Barcelona, for me, are such a weird club because you just don't know which one's going to turn up, do you? You really don't. You don't know if you're getting the one at Anfield from last season or the one where they dicked PSG 5-1 the season before. It might have been two seasons ago. Uh, even watching Napoli, they, that game could have easily gone the other way. Very easily gone the other way. But it took some brilliance from Messi that dragged it out again. And that's the thing. He is, he's still capable of it, though. People talk about the decline. We, we In our special episode we did the other week about Messi versus Ronaldo, etc. Like, look how many goals Ronaldo scored for Juventus recently. Mm-hmm. And also look at Messi's performance the other night where he scored that where he curved the ball as he was fucking falling on the floor like only he could score that oh yeah and yeah, yeah but he still does he still does it when he keep when people keep saying oh he's getting to the end of it now or he's he's starting to decline is he he's maybe lost a, a slight bit of pace but he's absolutely ridiculous and I, and I think it'll be one of those games where he he's looking for a swan song champions league 
um, and he'll perform on Friday night. And I think that if Boateng's, uh, if Boateng's in that defence again, he's going to be shitting himself. He doesn't get sat down again. I love that video. It's, it's one of the... I remember watching that goal happen where Messi just took a step to the left and a step to his right, and he fell like a tree in Alaska. Like, Jesus Christ. I've never seen someone be toppled so dramatically in my life. It was unbelievable, that was. You just know that Boateng had therapy about that goal. Must have. <laughs> Must have. He, he he got absolutely taken the piss out of. Like he he went down, and it, I was surprised that someone in the background wasn't shouting timber. Like I, he went down like a sack of shit, and he was so rigid as well. His his feet just sort of came together, and he just went. It was like he like had been caught on the chin by someone or something. He was gone. This year, his Bayern Munich's defense is just is so much better than it was in that game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. is a good player, isn't he? Alfonso Davies, mm. I've already expressed my love for him on this podcast. He looks like one of the best left backs in the world at the moment. And like you said, Messi's lost that bit of pace. He's going to need every single yard he can get against Davis because yeah. he's going to be ragged. I, I said this in for the FA Cup's final and I was proven wrong, but I'm going to say it again. I don't see any other result other than a Bayern win. I think Bayern is way too strong. I think... But every part of the pitch, I just think Bayern walk all over that Barca team at the moment. And if, especially if Lewandowski and Muller are on it, it, they've got no chance. That Barca defence trying to deal with Lewandowski, nah, no chance. Mm. Yeah, I can't. I, and you alluded to the Arsenal game and our predictions then. I, I just to throw in there, predicted that Arsenal would win 2-1 and had a bet on it on 160 quid. But um, on top of that, this time around, I I agree with you. I don't see anything other than um, other than a Barca getting knocked out. Oh, we love a humble brag. <laughs> what me? What What are you saying, Dale? Um, I'm I'm, I'm with you, chaps. I think Bayern Munich. Um, I just I, I just got to be just too good. Um, but I was just I, I was just looking then at the the Barca team. Do you not think they're just aging, maybe catching up a little bit? Oh, mm-hmm. some of these players. Their age. I don't um, know what I'm thinking. Pjanic out for a while. You look at um, obviously Suarez; he's getting on a bit. Um, whatever reason, Griezmann's not worked. So that, uh, Messi, I mean, he, he's still world class. Uh, but then you've got—is it Rakitic? Griezmann, uh, years old. And they spent 120 million on him. Yeah, mm. I mean you got Alba, uh, PK, um, long you know, like 32, 33. Is it, is it is it just catching up a little bit with them? Yeah, yeah. definitely. They've got you know, a lot, of, um, a lot of work to do in the transfer market, and I just yeah. can't see how they're going to resolve those issues, those age problems, mm-hmm. over the next three years. Like. It's a huge overhaul that squad is now, and the the you look at like you look at the left back. You've had Albert left back. He's he's been he's been outstanding. I mean, PK, he's been he's been there for God knows how long. Busquets, he's you know controlled that midfield for so long. I mean, the, these these are going to be big holes to fill. If you very think very it. important positions as well. 
I don't know what's happened in world football most recently over the past few years, but the players who would usually be replacing those players aren't going to Barcelona anymore. They used to, but they're not going. Like Rodri, for example, he looked like he would be Spain's next Busquets. But did he go to, to Spain? Did he go to Barcelona? No, he went to, to City. It's the same with players like Bernardo Silva, uh, a lot of City players, actually. Um, and then players, even when you look at Salah and Mane, um, and then you've got Sane that's gone to Bayern. Fair enough, he's German, but still. Um, at least Frankie de Jong is probably the most recent example of a player of those sorts of ilks who are young but coming to fill those positions um, have actually gone to Barca. But then if you look at all the other players, like, like even someone like Havertz, um, would be the kind of player that you would expect Barcelona to be going for. But they're too insistent on relying on these old guard players that they just think are, are going to find the philosopher's stone and live forever um, and just like carry on going forever. And, and they, they'll realize that they'll get to a point where Iniesta and Xavi kind of met at the same time. Maybe Iniesta was a couple of years after, but they just can't do it anymore. And then suddenly... Like, shit, what do we do? But luckily, they had Busquets that would still do a job. And they, then they brought Vidal in. And uh, Rakitic was still also doing a job. But even then, Rakitic is, is getting on now. Vidal is well past it, I think. I don't see who's going to go. It, it, it's Barcelona that arguably, alongside Man United and Real Madrid, is one of the biggest pulling clubs in the world in terms of the names it can bring. But people are going to Liverpool and, well, not at the minute they're not, but people are going to City and other clubs like that instead now. And I don't know how they're going to reverse it. It's become less, I think, about the club. It's become more more and more about the manager and the project. Mm. I think a big part of what makes players want to go to City is Pep Guardiola. Yeah. A big part of, I mean, I'm excited as a United fan, I'm excited about our team because we've got I mean I know we're not there yet and we've got a lot of holes to fill but it's a very young exciting team and there's a lot of young players coming through that you think like not now but maybe in two or three seasons we've got the makings of a really really good squad here we just need to develop Mm. with Barcelona Mm. the managers are just not there anymore there doesn't seem to be any plan it's quite clear that there's a disconnect between board to manager and manager to players players like Messi deservedly or undeservedly, you can decide how much influence a player should have. But Messi seems to have a lot of influence on what happens at Barcelona, both on and off the pitch, and a couple of other players there as well. Barcelona are, are probably the best club side I've ever seen. That, that yeah. team. 2012. Uh, yeah, that's disbanded. I mean, we played them twice in the in Champions League final. They made us look silly. They made us look fucking stupid twice. They, they were just unreal. I, I've never seen a team like it. And that was... Yeah, it was Barcelona, it was the players, but a lot of it was Pep Guardiola as well, and he's yeah. proved it. He's left there, he's gone to Bayern, and he's won things, he's gone to City, and he's won things, and I know a lot of it's funny as well. But I think you, those opportunities as a manager to spend that kind of money when you get the big jobs, and you get the big jobs when you're as good as your job as Pep Guardiola is. I don't know what you boys think about that. But... I just think you said about the young players, if you're a young player, why would you go to Barcelona to sit on the bench for 33-year-old Suarez. Yeah, true. And all the other 33-year-olds, they keep insisting on signing and playing. Like, it's, it's crazy. They brought Griezmann in to play him, uh, to be Suarez's replacement. 
and kept playing Suarez. Yeah. yeah. 120 million on a replacement and not playing. So with that all in mind then, do you think that um, Barcelona's current, I don't know, demise almost, and even it's not that much of a demise, but their current demise, do you think it will only end when Messi leaves? They're going down, mate. I am just seeing AC Milan with that team. They're sitting way out of Europe for a while when Messi goes. They are fucked. Mm. Yeah, a shame. Agree with that. Yep. Right. 20 seconds. One word. Say who you think is going to win the Champions League final. I'll go first. Bayern. 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 City. Oh, controversial. Yeah. Cue the outro music. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. To support us, please follow us on social media by searching for at 4Manx1Sophie on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You can also subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast stations, including Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, as well as YouTube. Just search for 4Manx1Sophie. Thanks from myself, Lee, Danny, Dale and Josh, and we'll catch you next time.